Hello everyone, welcome to Radically Loved Radio. I wanted to create a place where people can go to to get inspired, get motivated, or find some clarity and get tools to create a radically loved life. I will do my best to provide information on a variety of subjects, including yoga, holistic health, life coaching, spirituality, meditation, and overall mindful living. Each episode will bring you some of the world's best spiritual leaders, entrepreneurs, yoga teachers, coaches, along with some of my closest friends, and we will talk about their life experiences and journeys to create something more out of their lives and how they continue to grow to make that happen. Hey guys, Rosie here. I just want to say I am so grateful that you're listening. We are just getting a massive amount of response on this podcast, and I am so grateful that you're a part of this radically loved community, that you're enjoying the content and that you're enjoying all the guests and that you're still here and you're still working on yourself and your journey and your path. And I pray that you've received some tools listening to the guests or listening to any of my ideas or topics on meditation or yoga and how these tools can help you create a life of purpose to continue to help us give you the best content, you can subscribe to this podcast. And most of the time you can just do it from your phone, from iTunes, click subscribe and write a review. This really helps us continue this path and this journey. And we love doing it so much. And again, I'm so grateful that you're here. Let us know what you thought. Thanks for listening. Agape Stasinopoulos is a powerhouse of energy, and I am so, so, so excited to be having her as a guest on this podcast. We're so lucky to have you right now. I'm so excited. She is an incredible author, an incredible teacher, an incredible wellness guru, and we're going to talk about her latest book that I read from cover to cover, and I can't wait to talk to her about this It is called Wake Up to the Joy of You, 52 Meditations and Practices for a Calmer, Happier Life. Uh, Agape. Hi, Rosie. I'm so happy to be with you. (laughs) Me too. I'm so excited. Okay, I'm going to geek out a little bit because you you do know that I read this entire book. Oh, 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 that means a lot to me. Thank you. And well, we we spoke a little uh, earlier, and, and I told you about the other two books that that I read. But I want you to tell tell the audience what inspired you to write this book. There's a lot of sage advice for people yeah. that are struggling with their feelings of fear and and powerlessness and and so on. So please just uh, tell us a little bit about the book. Right. Well, um, this book, Wake Up to the Joy of You, which has 52 chapters. One for every week, Rosie, because I think any kind of progress, transformation, and any way we overcome difficulties in our lives, and all of us have the challenges, is a long process. And what makes it very challenging is when we pressure ourselves and we judge ourselves because we are not uh, in a place where we think we should be. And uh, that voice in all of us that judges us, that um, compares us, that says, I should be ahead, I'm not doing enough, uh, is is a place that depletes our energy and undermines the being of who we are. So I wrote this book with a lot of heart and love and patience to show people that 
the process of overcoming and becoming is a process that takes time, loving, patience, and a lot of understanding and, and compassion for the human process. How I came to write this book was a very organic process for me. After uh, five years ago, exactly, I wrote um, an amazing book. Well, I think it's amazing. It's my <laughs> own book. And it's called Unbinding the Heart, A Dose of Greek Wisdom, Generosity, and Unconditional Love. And that book was by Hay House. And it was a book that I really discovered my voice as a writer my two previous books were about the Greek mythology and the archetypes and the psyche in us. Mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. Unbinding the heart was a direct connection to Agape's heart. I became very vulnerable, very tender, very transparent, and really found my voice as a teacher, as a speaker, as a writer. And it was a voice that was very connected to my soul and to the simplicity of my being, that it was a very real voice, you know. So as people read the book, Rosie, and I love the listeners to um, get a copy of that book on Amazon as well as the new book, um, because I'm binding the heart actually made people feel uh, relaxed that, uh, that there is a plan in your life, that, you know, despite of what you might think, you're never alone. And when I went on the road and spoke to thousands of people, uh, my heart just opened up tremendously. I call it the tsunami of love. <laughs> you know, people were coming in my arms and uh, crying and, 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 and asking me the same questions. It's like, I want to find myself. I want to find my calling. I am disappointed that um, my project didn't work out. I'm trying to... Um, make more money and I'm in debt and I don't know how to get out of debt and I feel paralyzed and I feel powerless. I, I don't know where to go next. I want to travel, but I don't have the means or my marriage is stuck or my children left home and I feel the empty nest. I'm in my 60s and now um, I feel like life is over or I mean, thousands of questions that were basically came to the same bottom line, which is people saying, I want to get closer to me my power, my ability to manifest and create my life, and how do I do that? How the hell do I do that? <laughs> and uh, I went, oh, I can tell you that. <laughs> but so Because I feel as if life kind of tested me to go through everything. I mean, every kind of human emotion of feeling paralyzed, feeling rejected, mm -hmm. feeling like I wanted to always be an actress. I studied at the Royal Academy of Dramatic Arts, the best drama school. All my teachers there um, acknowledged me as a brilliant actress. I can recite Shakespeare, the Greeks, and Bernard Shaw, uh, and knock your socks off. And yet, I came to Hollywood, and as I write in this book, Wake Up to the Joy of You, mm -hmm. I get the parts, and the movie I came to do fell through. So I went through this soul-searching for agape, and I was very blessed that I found my path. I found my spiritual teacher. Uh, my center of my spiritual studies is in Los Angeles. It's called the Movement of Spiritual Inner Awareness with John Roger. I have dedicated my book, Wake Up to the Joy of You, to John Roger because I was 23 when I met him and I felt he was my teacher. He was the one who was the way shower in my life. I did the University of Santa Monica courses. I did insight seminars. 
and I dove into this uh, finding. I went through hours and hours of inner work. Uh, and that led me to produce and create a one-woman show, uh, Conversations with the Goddesses. It's an amazing story mm -hmm. how I found my spark after being six years of really depressed and stuck and feeling I can't get anything, um, you know, can't get my life working. And what happened at that moment is I had the epiphany of performing for one woman in the bus. And I have this story, if you remember. Yeah, I do. And something kind of unleashed in me that uh, when you have a creativity and you are a person who wants to create and express, you can't wait for anyone to give you permission to do that. You have to write your own permission slip. And you go, go, girl. you got to go. you got to just make a fool of yourself. And, and do the thing you want to do. And trust that life is for you. As Rumi said, life is rigged in your favor and not against you. And that, of course, is a big thing that I learned from my mother, who I speak, uh, as you know, uh, extensively in mm -hmm. my book. But that's how I started to realize that I needed to create my own life. And... Uh, the key to how do you create your own life uh, is basically you admit and you know that each one of us has a gift. And what each one of us wants to do is something that we have to discover and then go for it. And the way you go for it is you don't try to figure it out all at once. You just take the next step and the next step and you ask for help, you ask for support, and you start to unbind your heart, and you start to really um, go beyond your doubts and your hesitations and, and the fact that, well, other people know better. Well, other people know better, but how did they ever learn to get to know better? Mm -hmm. You ask a lot of questions, and uh, you, you become like a scientist about your life, and you you become ruthless about not giving over to the parts of yourself that want to take you down and undermine you and criticize you. And uh, why I wrote this book is to give to fewer people with um, the love and the positivity of our own spirit and our own mental capacities to overcome all our difficulties. It's in all of us. Isn't that a great song, you know? Mm. Yeah. It's in you remember that song it's in everyone yeah and and the thing is too of all of this and it's so true everything that you're saying how important is it for us to be surrounded with people that are supporting us or is it something that you think we need to just take agency and do on our own well uh, no man is an island i think um it's it's a combination of finding your own muscle inside, mm -hmm. but really life is a dance and it's always going to be in partnership with other people. No matter, uh, I mean, even if you live in the monasteries, <laughs> and you're, a hermit, you're still going to have to rely on somebody to bring your food or to, you know, provide the food or the drink or, you know, life is an interactive experience and uh, it's, it's a way of, you find you and then you interact with other human beings and hopefully they found themselves. And on the way to the cosmic ladder that we're all going 
uh, up the ladder all the time, we have to join hands with the people who are going to support us and the people who we are going to support. And not everyone out there is our people. Mm-hmm. There are thousands and millions of people that um, we don't want to interact with. But they are what I call the people who are part of our essential family. Now, you are um, part of my essential family. I know you are. I mean, your path, what you describe, the the overcoming of your difficulties, your love for yoga, your teaching, your adventure, your spirit, and the way we connected and reached out to me, I felt that, you know. And, you know, these are the people like me who are, searching and becoming and overcoming and want to help humanity and the other human beings become more of who you are. That's what I call your essential family. And in my, um, in my chapter, um, I have a chapter in my book that I love. It's called, um, enough of feeling you're not enough. Yeah. You know, chapter 27, because we all feel, Oh, I'm not enough. Well, we're not, none of us are enough in our personality, in our egos, and in our human, in my humanness, but in our divinity of who we are, in the, in the miracle of life of who we are, we are enough. And then the rest, we are a process. Yeah. Yeah, I think that a lot of the time, I loved that chapter, by the way, that was definitely, that's one of my favorite. And I, you were talking about that. And I'm like, I bet it's chapter 27. Never, yeah. never feel like you aren't enough. Love and accept yourself to let go of that judgment, to have compassion, replace it. I just really, I love that because I think so, we especially struggle so much with not feeling like we're enough or like we can do something right or it's always somebody else somebody else has the right to be joyful but but just not me you know like where does that come from and how do we begin to overcome that yes exactly well I say write down in in the book I have a suggestions for the week about in that chapter say write down in your journal the ways in which you don't feel good enough write down when that feeling first occurred where are you and who are you with where were you when that feeling occurred what decisions did you make about yourself? Write the story of that time as extensively as you can and then move into a process of forgiveness. If you have judged yourself as inadequate, as less than, insufficient and lacking in some ways, remind yourself that you are as good as anyone else and you're on your way to growing, learning and evolving. You know, and I think writing a letter to yourself, that's another thing that I have, you know, write down your gifts and uh, make it as extensive as possible, acknowledging yourself of, of all the little things you do. You know, ultimately, we're all, we, are, we have in us a little girl and a little boy in all of us. So really managing to get in touch with that part and love ourselves completely and utterly and unconditionally, like agape means unconditional love. And I think that's what I came to teach. And that's what I came to embody. And that's what I came to learn. Because I learned how to love agape and how to say, well, I'm not feeling good right now, or I'm tired, or I'm upset, or I'm sad, or I feel disconnected. Great. That's all part of the human emotions. You know, the way I, I describe in, in the chapter, wake up to the joy of you, you know, the, the, uh, how to awaken to your own joy. 
And I have in this chapter, and I say, the only way to wake up to your joy is to not numb yourself to your negative feelings. Don't stuff it. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of people like you and me and a lot of people who study meditation and yoga and everything start to feel, um, I can't express the fact that I feel upset or hurt or left out. But all these feelings are part of who uh, we experience as a humanness. Do you agree with me? I totally do, 100%. So it's like I always say, don't say you're fine when you're hurting. (laughs) Don't don't say I'm great because you're lying to yourself. You say I'm hurting. Why are you hurting? I'm hurting because I, you know, so-and-so spoke um, badly to me. I'm hurting because I'm not included in something. I'm hurting because I can't... um, make my life work. I'm hurting because um, Mr. Mr. X doesn't love me or Mrs. X left me, you know. Yes. I'm hurting yeah. because I feel sad. I mean, a friend just emailed me and said, uh, um, she runs a big company organization. She said to me, I'm so sorry I've been out of sight. I'm very sad. My father died, you know, and I'm feeling I'm grieving. I'm sad. That's honest. That's human. I can mm-hmm. go extend my love to her and, and love her, but that's her process that we all go through, Rosie, you know? Mm. Um, and somewhere in there, as we go through all this humanness, is our joy. And the joy is in our spirit. It's like the, the crust of the humanness and, the, and the, mental, the, the mental stuff we go through and the thoughts and the emotions is the spirit. And that spirit is ruthless, kind, Loving is the spirit of God, it's the spirit of love, it's the spirit that creates, it's the energy of God, of God, it's the energy of universal love, it's the energy of your heart beating right now. Your heart and my heart is beating every second and is keeping the blood flowing in our cells in this 37.2 billion, I'm sorry, trillion cells. I have that in Make Your Health a Priority in Chapter 3. Mm-hmm that an amazing chapter and I have be in reverence for your life you know you have you know 37.2 trillion cells that are making you right now but I think I'm an agape and you think you're a rosy and the listeners think you're that well (laughs) we are that but we are life we are are miracle right right No, I love, and this is all such a part, it's such a huge part of everything that you talk about as well, but how loving yourself is, is an act of courage, you know, like it takes courage to tap into that and to actually be willing to do the work, to be honest with yourself about how you're feeling, to take ownership and to know that this is something that you're, you're born with. I mean, it's, it's innate in you, right? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. It's totally innate and it's something that I think uh, it's, it takes courage and it takes getting to know yourself and it takes um, this um, really uh, reverence to your life. Because when you, know, when you think who you are, you, you're going to be grateful and, and, and reverent about your life. Yeah, I, I totally agree. How do you think that our own thought patterning, like habits, how can we begin to change those, the the negative thought pattern that somebody may have, that somebody picked up your book and 
they're reading all these beautiful meditations and passages and they can use it how they want if they want to start every day and do it for the whole year if they're just opening it and seeing what speaks to them but they still have that negative track playing in their mind of how they're not enough or they maybe can't connect to a higher power what would you say to those people well i would say uh, start with 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 gratitude and and quiet still time every day start your day with with some kind of reverence and gratitude and and just to know the fact that you are alive makes you uh special i mean special because you're alive that's it you know whether you have money love around you uh, circumstances conditions you're alive and that's it let's start from that and that prayer to what i call to your maker to the one who made you which is the creative force in you uh that kind of um supplication and surrendering to that and saying okay here i am lord here i am life uh help me uh please um help me and just asking for help when i asked for help when i was in los angeles very alone and not getting the part and feeling away from my family from london and Greece, and I felt very disconnected. I just asked. I said, "Help me! I don't know who I'm asking for help, but help me!" And all sorts of help came my way. Uh, and I think all the soul in us is always wants to help us find our path and wants to fa- find our calling, but we block it because we we go. I'm all alone. There is no one there. Well, start with your breath. Someone is breathing you. Okay, you have nothing to do with your breath. Start with the beating of your heart and go there. And and I speak a lot about meditation, Rosie. But meditation is really a way to come to your heart, to be kind to yourself, to close your eyes and, and say, well, I don't know what's in there, but I'm just going to follow my breath and trust that it will be revealed to me. Mm-hmm. And then there are, you know, as you know now, there is more books on self-help. There is courses. There is seminars. So start to find what is it that is going to unlock things for you. Yeah. And and uh, maybe so some people it's yoga, but then you go to yoga and say, well, that didn't do it. Maybe you go to meditation and say, okay, but loving dogs did it for me. Somebody says, it opened my heart. They said, great. I volunteer in an animal shelter. Somebody said, well, I went and volunteer at, at kids. Great. Go give of yourself and find you. You know, when you give of yourself, your kindness, make somebody cookies, a meal, go feed the homeless, do something that makes you feel what I have helped someone else. Yeah, That's the way to empower yourself. Do you agree? I totally agree 100%. No matter who, what we have, there are other people there who have way more and less than us, way more less than us. And for me, it's like, Ask people to hug you. You know, hugging is amazing. Oh, I love hugging. I love it. (laughs) Ask people and find what triggers your joy. You know, find joy buddies. I love the chapter 48, be a master manifester. And, uh, (laughs) you know, and it's like how you change your negative thoughts is you start bringing a new direction of grace and of spirit and of kindness to yourself. And you challenge your thoughts. When your thoughts say you cannot do that, say, who is saying that in there? Who's saying that in there? Who's saying that in there? Go in the mirror and look. 
And if he says, you don't have a right to be tired, you don't have a right to go do this thing because you don't know how to do it. You don't have a right to ask. And the thing I tell you that, you don't have a right to feel sorry for yourself ever because that's not going to help you. Mm. No, I love that. That's the, the chapter where you talk about you have to be willing to do what's what you've never done, right? Like things exactly. that you've never done. Oh, I think it's so important for us to be a little bit like – fearful about not doing things that might propel us forward don't you think of course all of us all of us because we're afraid we're being rejected and we always feel well they have it but i can't have it and that's the greatest lie to to tell yourself you know yeah yeah what what has been of all the books that you've authored that are uh, as equally incredible and and brilliant and and i've found so much wisdom in in the ones that that i've read what's the common thread in all of them, do you think? In my books? Yeah. Well, you know, um, the, the, the first two books, the common thread was really to understand our psyche with the gods and goddesses. And uh, the, the unbinding the heart was the thread to really connect with how my life worked to find myself and how I was always guided but. It's almost like life gives you an opportunity, like life gives you a breakup of a relationship. And you can go, well, that's the end of my life. Or you can go, wow, that is a blessing. And when you find the blessing in what you think should have worked differently, for me, it was like my acting career. Like I bitched and bitched and complained and said I was feeling sorry for myself. And it took me years to say, it's not about them hiring me. It's about me giving what I have to others unconditionally. That opened up a kabooch of my path. That opened up everything. And it was thinking out of the box. You know, and that's what really opened me up. And, and I think that's the most incredible thing is when we are there to say, hey, this is my playground here. I can go do it the way I want to do it. I don't have to wait for Mr. So-and-so to hire me and to want me and to um, give me permission to be myself. And, and when you read, so the main thread is that what, how life designs it for us to uncover and discover the miracle of who we are is, is, is amazing. And it's, it's like life by design, you know, it, it happens, but it takes you taking the first step, uh, uttering the words, this is what I want, this is what I long for, just putting it all out there, writing it down. I have a chapter in the book that says, write your story, tell, tell people how you feel. It's a very visceral, connected experience. Yeah. yeah. For the people listening to everything that she's saying right now, you have to get this book. I, I'm telling you, I there's passages in there that I have memorized that, that are so, I mean, I really do, do love this book so much. And um, I want to be respectful of your time. So I'm, I'm going to only ask a couple more questions. And then I um, want to remind the listeners, Rosie, that the book is now an audio. It was just released. And on my uh, Facebook page, um, Agapi Stasinopoulos, my Facebook, you can follow me, you can like my page. I have the guided meditation of five minutes from the art of meditation. Oh, yes. And uh, people can listen to it and it's absolutely beautiful. And it's my voice 
with original music and I think people are going to love it to really uh, take time to listen to it as well as read it because the guided meditations help people shift. We all need help. And my voice uh, brings a lot of healing to people. Yes, I think it does. I think you just bring a lot of healing to people. And I'm so excited <laughs> to, have, to have you here and to share your beautiful voice with our audience. I'm, I'm so grateful. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank you. So, uh, so just two, two more things um, before we, we wrap up here, um, just to kind of bring it back. And um, this book is, is, again, I think so impactful and such a great, great uh, collection of, of wisdom and advice for people out there who are struggling with the feelings of fear, feeling powerless, especially in the day and age that we are now from the book, what what do you think is the best advice you can give to just all the listeners right now that are, you know, feeling maybe a little bit impacted with the overwhelming state of our world at the moment? You know, um, the world is always going to do what the world does. We have no control what we do in Syria, in Iraq, what the government does. We have we can vote. We can um, influence by signing petitions. We can march. We can do a lot of things uh, to uh, express our preferences, our, our dislikes, and we can be passionate about it. But ultimately, it comes to our 10 acres. And our 10 acres is what are you doing? What am I doing for Agape today to improve Agape's life? to give to others and make an impact to the people that I can make an impact with because Rosie can affect, you know, a hundred people in her yoga class or 200 people or go to the communities and with your spirit and your positive energy and mind, I can affect whoever is in my force field and in my life. But what I, for me to affect the bigger issues of life, the environment, and that I, I don't really have any control. I can send prayers, I can send positive energy, but the impact that I can have on a daily basis in my life and in people's lives is huge, huge. The fact that you're walking around as a positive light uh, anchored in your force, in your light, in your kindness, in your joy can affect and have ripple effects. You can go to the supermarket and in a way you're affecting hundreds of people at the supermarket without even knowing it. Because you walk in and you have this amazing, uh, powerful, kind, loving energy. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, it totally does. I agree with you 100%. And worry about uh, how bad the political situation is and how unhappy I am about it and, and how every day there's another disaster. And what good is that going to do other than drag me down? And then where do I go? In, I can write a blog about something good. I can tell a story. I can... Go have dinner with one friend and, and share my knowledge and my love and my heart and, and listen to them. And that could be a good day. Yeah. Oh, Agape, thank you so much for that. It's so true. And, and I think it's really, really, really important, especially now, to know that we can make a difference. Sometimes people feel so helpless and just are overwhelmed and it just brings, it, brings them down. And so I think... It's going back to this idea that we are powerful within ourselves, right? And we do have the power to impact the world from that space. We totally do. We absolutely, we have 37.2 trillion cells. <laughs> if you ever feel inadequate, insecure, 
or um, not enough, look in the mirror and say, I have more cells in my body than there are stars in the galaxy. You know, and that's also part of my chapter in making your health a priority. That's so I, right. want, I want to leave our listeners with a moment of a, of a peace and, and kindness and centeredness. And um, I want to um, ask you all to go on Amazon and order this book, amazing uh, contribution to the moment you're experiencing upsetness or or, or less than, you can open in any page and find inspiration and guidance. And uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Agapi Sees, on Twitter, Agapi Says, and Facebook, um, you can like my page, and uh, I post regularly, and then I do events everywhere in New York. I live in New York now, but I come to Los Angeles, going to Sun Valley, to Australia, so I travel everywhere. And to send you all with a wave of light and love. And let's just uh, come into a peaceful, uh, relaxed place in ourselves right now. Close your eyes. Take a deep breath. And as you breathe, exhale. And ask that this breath, as you take a deeper breath now, a light comes in that is powerful, that is uplifting that fills your whole body, mind, and soul. And as you exhale, exhale the worries, the negativity, the concerns, and start to align yourself with the light. And focus on your heart. You can put your right hand in your heart. And breathe in love. No matter where you are, whatever is going on in your life, whatever concerns you have, breathe in love. And exhale, worry. And breathe in love deeply in every cell of your body. Hear the heartbeat. Your heartbeat is connected to the heartbeat of the universe. And take a moment to be grateful and thankful for the miracle of your life. The very voice you hear means that you have ears to hear and hear the voice of love whispering to you that you are loved, you are more than okay, you're guided, you will know what to do at every moment of your life. And be kind to yourself, be loving. When you speak, speak kind words. When you think, let your thoughts not attack you, but be kind to yourself and loving to yourself with your thoughts. And this time as you take a deep breath, start to experience in the midst of everything, a joyful feeling of how wonderful it is to be alive. And send a wave of love and a wave of light to your day, to the rest of your day, to all your interactions. 
healing and protecting yourself with a field of light. And as you protect yourself with that, fill yourself with a positive, kind, loving, light-filled, grace-filled energy and let your spirit speak to you about anything you need to know. Anything you need to know about your life. Next exhale, come present in your heart again. And as you open your eyes, come present in the room and smile. Smiling helps so much to feel better about you and your life no matter what. Stretch, always good to stretch. And always good to move, stretch, move, give yourself a big hug. And if there's someone next to you, hug them as well. Like I'm hugging Rosie through the wires now. We're hugging each other so hard right now. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Rosie. Agape, you are radically loved so much. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank you so much. I can't wait to share this with everyone. Uh, Yeah, that's... And people can write me on my website and I'll get their emails. I respond to everybody and I look forward to people enjoying the book and let me know what they think and just connecting more um, via all the social media that we all have and sending you lots of love to everybody and see you all very soon somewhere. Yay, everyone. Everyone's going to see you somewhere soon, hopefully. Thank you, sweetheart. God bless. Hey, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I am so excited to continue to do this. Please share this with your friends. Email us, message us on Instagram at Rosie Acosta or on Twitter at Rosie Acosta. Subscribe on iTunes, write a review. We love doing this. So please help us continue to keep this podcast going. Thanks for listening.